Hey everybody, this is the Drive On Podcast, where we talk about issues affecting veterans after they get out of the military. I'm your host, Scott Deluzio, and now, let's get on with the show. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to the Drive On Podcast. Today, my guest is Seth Schultz, who is a PHP programmer and developer. He's also one of the founders of a company called Event Espresso. Seth has been in web design and development since uh, the early 2000s, but his journey to running a successful software business wasn't always uh, an easy road. Seth talked about his journey in a speech a few years ago at a conference in Las Vegas that I had the opportunity to attend. Uh, Seth had served in the Arizona Air National Guard uh, in the mid-90s and had hopes of working in the aerospace uh, industry after getting out of the uh, National Guard. Um, so, Seth, uh, w- welcome to the show, and uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and and your background? Hi. Hi, Scott. Thanks for having me. Um, yeah, so uh, I graduated uh, high school in the mid-90s and uh, went directly right from high school into the Air National Guard, um, where, where I wanted to learn, um, basically wanted to learn non-destructive inspection and stuff like that. It was, you know, looking at airplanes, airplane parts and inspecting them for, for defaults or defects and stuff like that. I've always, I was always interested in airplanes and and aeronautics and stuff like that since, since I was a small child, but, you know, growing up and in, you know, my, I guess the, the community that, that I was surrounded with, you know, I've never really felt like it was pilot material. It was always, you know, kind of, uh, I struggled in school that type of thing. And, and always, uh, you know, later in life or, you know, in high school, I started, you know, following around with the wrong crowd, you know, and getting into, uh, facing some problems with addiction and stuff like that. So, uh, you know, after, you know, so during high school, it was, you know, I always felt like I was, I was behind in, in my grades and stuff like that. And I never felt smart or anything like that. Like I, like I didn't have the tools to succeed, I guess. So I, I looked at, I looked at the military as, as a way out of my current situation and, and, you know, into a career that was, you know, into a kind of a lifelong career that, you know, would hopefully pan out someday. And I'd, you know, be better off than I was and stuff like that. But once I got into the military, you know, I, I really loved, I really loved, uh, you know, the boot camp, and it gave me a, a good foundation and and a stronger community there. Then when I got out, you know, when I when I came back home from the from the guard after going to to tech school and stuff like that, I came back home and and you know, I, I started associating with some of the same people. And I, I even found that, you know, some of the same people were, were with me in the guard. And so I fell into those, into those old ways of addiction and, you know, struggling with, with just struggling with life in general. And, um, after, after a couple of years, you know, after a few years, you know, I, I did my time in the guard and, and, you know, still facing struggles. I went on to, to, to deliver pizzas for for a couple of years and then things started crashing down i i uh you know i, I didn't have a, a vehicle at the time because my car broke down and stuff and um so i just you know it, it was it came to a point where i just had to get out of there you know i had to completely leave my the people that I, that i was around that i surrounded myself with including my parents my friends 
everybody. I just totally picked up one day and, and left. And I, uh, you know, basically had no idea, no plans what I was going to do. I, I knew some people that I'd met in the Air National Guard. I knew some people in Wyoming. Um, so I was going to, I had this plan to hitchhike to Wyoming and find my friends and, and kind of maybe see if I can get back into things up there. And I never, I never made it to Wyoming. I ended up getting stuck in, in, um, Salt Lake city, Utah. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, just trying to make my, just trying to, trying to make my way in life, stuff like that. I ended up sleeping behind a, a Catholic church for, for a few months and, um, cause I was homeless and, just working my way through life, you know, trying, trying different job after job. And then, you know, eventually uh, found a new community. I, I made friends, met my wife, and then I, uh, you know, started, uh, started looking seriously at, at things and started looking at seriously at, you know, what I'm going to do with my life and trying to change, change around, uh, you know, get away from the addictions and, and trying to, get a, a new class, you know, find new, new communities and new friends and stuff like that. And one of the ways I found a new community was by getting into, you know, getting into like programming and that type of thing. Cause there was at the time programming and or, or web development was still kind of, was still kind of new early, even though it was the early two thousands or something, a lot of things were, were changing and, and, you know, um, technology was growing. And so, and it's definitely yeah. changed a lot since then. Yeah, yeah. And so I found I found that you know there was a lot of there was a lot of other people out there in these chat rooms and and programming forums and stuff like that that, that we're all kind of you know we're all kind of struggling with with questions and you know might be questioned a lot of it was questions about programming, but then you know you you get you start getting deeper into questions about business and business you know questions about life and stuff like that. People are just, you know, telling, saying what's going on, you know, you know, I just got this job and I'm, I'm over my head. I, I don't know all these programming languages, et cetera. And, and people will just jump in and answer their questions and help them out. And I thought that was amazing, you know? And so that was kind of, that's what kind of got me into the, away from all that other stuff, you know? And, and it's in- interesting how you said how, how you kind of felt like you needed to, to kind of just, almost pack up and get away from all of that. Um, there was a, a, a study that I, I was reading about uh, a few months ago that I, I read and um, they were talking about soldiers in, in Vietnam and mm-hmm. there was lots of drug use uh, over, over in Vietnam and, and some of the, the drugs that, that the people were doing over there um, that the experts, you know, quote unquote experts at the time were saying, well, some of these drugs, once when you start using them, you're, you're going to be addicted to them and there's no, there's no getting off of them. Um, and, and so they kind of almost had like no hope for these guys coming back after they, they got out, uh, you know, back from Vietnam and everything. But right, right. Tur- turns out when they, they got back and they got back to their, their hometowns and their, their communities with their normal routine that they were going through they the the vast majority of them i think it was over like 80 percent. i forget the exact numbers right. um they they all went back to their their normal ways of of you know they stopped using the drugs and everything like mm-hmm. that um but some of the people the, the the small percentage of people who who continued to use it uh they they went back to a place where uh 
drug use was was higher uh you know where it was easily more readily ab- available and and it was uh easier to for them to just continue doing that and so uh you know it's interesting how a, a change of scenery uh sometimes or a change of you know uh, location the people that you're associating with can um can contribute to you know how how your uh uh, how you form your own habits uh, sure. in terms of you know stuff like that. So that's uh, interesting to see how that that worked out in your case, um, and you saw that you know similar uh, uh, results from from a, a change of of location. Um, you know, obviously, like you said, it was a uh, you know a hard move. Uh, you know, ha- having to mm-hmm. kind of pack up and, and move away from family and, and friends, um, and and it, you know ho- dealing with homelessness and and things like that. Um, that's obviously. Uh, not easy for anybody to do. Um, but then, then you said, you know, eventually you started to, to discover the programming and things like that. So, uh, I, I've, I'm curious, uh, to kind of hear how, how you went from that, that stage of, uh, you know, being homeless and then, then deciding, uh, you know, something needs to change and how, how, how did you eventually get into programming from, uh, from where you were at? So, you know, I guess, let me backtrack a little bit, I guess, you know the uh, I, I had created bonds, you know, and, and community with with you know with or I had created a bond with the drugs or the alcohol or or whatever. And when when people are lonely and stuff like that, or they don't have a, a strong community, they they find they build bonds with with you know with different things like bad people or you know or drugs and stuff like that. So you know, my thing, you know, leaving my family and stuff like that, leaving all my friends behind was, was part of, you know, breaking that bond that was, that I had with, with all of that, you know, so I had this basically separating myself and it allowed me to, to refresh and restart a whole new, whole new life and a whole new outlook on, on who I was basically. So, you know, when I, when I left, you know, I, yeah, I got somewhere and I was homeless. I just met other homeless people and I started working. You know, I, I, I tried to find, I tried to find, you know, we're, I tried to hang out with other work, homeless people that were actually motivated and, and looking for work and stuff like that. And, and trying to get, you know, trying to stay away from, you know, I had a pretty good idea of what, you know, people look like that were on drugs by that time. And, you know what I mean? And so, finding finding a different community and um you know finding a different community finding different people to talk to and to associate with was kind of how i got away from that you know away from that that bond of the drugs and and alcohol and stuff like that and so with the you know once once i you know started meeting people and and that type of thing it was easier to start forming relationships with people that were not using drugs and that type of thing. And so, um, you know, we started, you know, when you, when you can reset yourself or refresh yourself, you start to find that it's easier to, to make new friends and to start fitting in in different places, you know? So I kind of focused on that, tried to make new friends, meeting new people. And I eventually made, you know, met my wife and, you know, hung out with her and started, she, you know, started giving me motivation and that type of thing. And then eventually I, I, you know, started, I wanted to go back to school, you know, after, after a while I was like, you know, 
I, <laughs> you know, I, I started, feel, I had a, my motivation started building up. I had a really low self-esteem. I had no, mo- I had like a really low motivation when I left, you know, my hometown and all that stuff. When I came to a new place, I was, I was encouraged, you know, to, to find by putting myself at the very bottom, I was encouraged to find work and to survive basically through like a survival instinct. You know, you want to go, you know, find other people and, and stuff like that. And so that kind of, you know, eventually, you know, just, just cleaning myself up, keeping myself with people with like-minded people. And then, you know, with, as far as the programming stuff, I went back to school and I, I was, I went back to school to be, to learn elect, electronics at ITT Tech Institute, uh, ITT Technical Institute. And I got in there and I, I started, you know, I, I started making new, forming new bonds and, and making new friends. And then, and then, um, you know, I, I started learning, they taught us a little bit about, you know, web design and stuff like that. But everything they were teaching us was from like, you know, five years ago. It was like, we were always five years behind. So I started, I started teaching myself like how to do web design. And, and like I said previously, going into forums and, and searching Google and, and, and stuff like that on how to program. And eventually I just kind of, I would just, I traded all those bond or traded all those, you know, thoughts of, of seeking drugs and stuff like that for seeking answers. I started wanting to find answers to, you know, about my life, about programming, about, you know, about habits and, and stuff like that. And trying to figure out why I had addiction and why, you know, what was going on and why I had depression and why I felt all, all these different ways, you know, once I started getting, getting into all that stuff and it just opened a whole new world for me, you know, it wasn't even, I don't even think, I mean, you know, you wanted to hear about the programming and stuff like that, but a lot of it was, I think, just feel, just finding communities and stuff that were, you know, that were active and, you know, that were available to people like me that were, had a lot of questions and had that were basically lost, you know? Right. Yeah. And so you're not the first person that I've talked to and, and this show is still, uh, you know, kind of relatively new. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're definitely not the first person that I've talked to who said something similar along those lines in terms of finding, uh, either finding a community or mm-hmm. being together with, with people, um, you know, not trying to, go it alone and trying to just figure things out on your own. Um, you know, and, and as a, a business owner, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure you can relate that to your, your own business too. You know, if right. you were the, the CEO and the accountant and the, uh, janitor and mm-hmm. the, uh, everything else, uh, the, the marketing and everything else like that, that for any one person, that's just too much. And, and you're not, I'm sure if you're anything like me, you're not great at all of those things. And so <laughs> you're going to just have a mediocre business if that's all that you're going to do. And, you know, so mm-hmm. instead you, you go and find people who are great at certain individual things and you build the business that way. Um, and it's, life is really, I don't think much different. You know, I, right. I don't, I don't attempt to cut my own hair. Right. <laughs> because I, <laughs> I'm not, I, I'm not trained how to cut my hair and I, I would probably look like a clown if I did. <laughs> so I go, I go to somebody who knows how to do it and, you know, I come out yeah. and look, all right. So, um, you know, but, but it's the same thing with, with other things in your, your, your background, uh, you know, 
you want to be around other people who can help you, uh, you know, move forward and, and go in the direction that you're looking for, as opposed to keeping you where you're at, or even taking you a step backwards from, from where you want to be. Um, and so I, I think it's, um, you know, it's awesome that you had that similar experience that, that you kind of discovered, that, like, you need to be around those people that are going to help get you to that, um, uh, you know, whatever your goals happen to be, you know, get you uh, to that next level. Um, so, so obviously, uh, you know, you had some struggles and, and you, you, uh, you know, kind of came around at some point, uh, you know, to discover that you, this community and, and seeking mm -hmm. the answers, was that kind of like the, the turning point for you, the, the tipping point, like maybe it was when you met your wife or, you know, um, uh, you know, whatever, uh, what was the, the, the maybe aha moment or the um, that turning point where you decided like that things have to change and this is what what it's gonna yeah so so that turning point you know was like you know I think it, I was it it came to a point where I just felt like I was in this hole that I couldn't climb out of you know it was like I most of my thoughts were about either finding. You know, at the time, most of my thoughts were about finding, you know, finding my next fix or, or next party or whatever like that. And, you know, and the other the other half of the thoughts were were about suicide, basically, and just trying to find a way out. You know what I mean? And so the turning point was like, you know, I, I think the turning point was when I I left, you know, I got away from I got away from the situation. I left my parents house and you know, at my grandparents' house, wherever I was living at the time, I left that. And, you know, it was like, I didn't, I don't know what it was or why I did it. It was just something that I felt like I had to do. You know what I mean? It's like when you're, it's either life or death, basically. You know what I mean? It's like, do you, do you go down a path that you're going to die, in, you know, or do you, do you continue to go down that path? You know, it's bad. It's going to destroy you. Or do you start figuring out a way to climb yourself out or, or build up, build yourself up so you can, you know, get out of that. And basically what I had done is like, you know, I, I just figured, you know, I just needed a change. So the turning point was like, you know, it's like basically a life or death, you know, and it was like, I was one of my parents, my estranged dad was, you know, I was living with him at one point in life or at one point in time, right before all this happened. And he was, you know, he was a heroin addict and stuff like this. And he tried choking me one time when I wouldn't take him to go get his heroin fix. At that time I was trying, you know, I was, I was done with drugs. Basically I was done doing that stuff, but I had nowhere to live. And so, you know, I, he tried, he tried to choke me and I was like, you know what, screw this. I'm out of here. I never saw him again. I did. Well, I saw him, <laughs> saw him once and then he died a short time later. But, uh, um, but the turning point was like, you know, just getting out of that situation. It was, it was facing down that, that life or death situation, you know, and then it all built up, you know, it wasn't just, you know, it didn't happen overnight. It took right. several years, you know, it took several years of, of just, you know, there was, there was a few slip ups or whatever where I'd go back and, then I was like, you wake up the next day and you're like, what did I do? You know what I mean? Sure. Just yeah, it, and it's it sounds like it's it, it it really would be hard for all of this to kind of transition overnight, anyways. Um, yeah. You know, you know, it, it, 
you're not going to just wake up the next morning in a, in a different town and all, all of a sudden have a job and a house and a mm-hmm. you know career and a family and everything like that. It, it's, it's one of those things that it's, it sounds like it, it almost has to be a slower process to, you know, take yeah. one step at a time. And, uh, there's a book I read, uh, a, a few months back called atomic habits, and it's about like tiny mm-hmm. changes, uh, leading to big results. And so, you know, taking that each step, um, you know, cumulatively will, will lead you to a better direction. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it, it's hard to, to, you know, just take that one giant leap. Um, right. you're not going to, you're not going to climb a flight of stairs in one step. You're going to, you're going to have to take each individual step one at a time mm-hmm. until, until you get to the top. It's, um, it takes a lot of practice. <laughs> you yeah, know I mean, yeah. it's just like learning to walk. You know, sure. it's yeah, almost absolutely. like learning to walk, you know, you have to, you have to learn to crawl before you learn to walk, you know what I mean? And, and that's, it uh, sounds kind of like what you did in terms of your, you know, your business, you know, you, you started off, um, you know, you went to the ITT uh, Technical Institute and mm-hmm. uh, you started learning, um, you know, a little bit of the, the website, uh, you know, development and, and things like that back then. Um, and then you took it upon yourself to kind of learn more about that stuff. And so that hard work, um, you know, eventually led to um, you kind of creating a business. Um, and right, I right. briefly mentioned, uh, I mentioned the name of your business earlier, but why don't you tell people a little bit about your business and kind of how that business started uh, and, and what you do now. Sure. Yeah. My, so the business I run now um, is called the Event Espresso, like the coffee drink. <laughs> um, it's a it's an event ticketing and uh, registration platform, basically for people that want to, you know, run, if you're running, say you're, you want to sell tickets to concerts or you want to sell reservations to summer camps or even scrapbooking classes, that type of thing. Um, that's kind of what, what, what we help with our software, um, you install it on your website and allows you to sell tickets and and accept reservations to right on your website and to set payments and stuff like that. I started the business because, um, my wife was a scrapbook, uh, demonstrator or yeah, scrapbooking demonstrator. So she would hold classes and basically, you know, supply materials for people to, to come in and create like uh, birthday cards and, and scrapbooking pages for their photo albums, that type of thing. And what happened was she, uh, she needed a way for people to, to pay online um, and to register and pay online. And everywhere I looked, there was uh, the software, the, the solutions, um, the, the online solutions were, were quite expensive and they wanted they each took a, a cut of your, of your, uh, you know, of your, of your ticket sales. And so we wanted to kind of bypass that since my wife was kind of starting out and new. So I started uh, looking around the internet for a, for a software for like an open source software, like a, a piece of code that I could use uh, without having to pay, pay a lot of money for it. And I found, found uh, that WordPress um, I found a plugin for WordPress, which is which allows you to build websites. I found this plugin, little plugin that kind of did what it, what she wanted, but then um, it was missing a lot of features. So I kind of took it apart and and learned how it worked, and then kind of re reprogrammed it, uh, added a bunch of fe- new features, and then released it under a under a new name. The person that had developed the 
the new the the first person the first part of the software he wasn't maintaining it anymore and and it kind of fell to the wayside so i took it over reprogrammed a lot of stuff renamed it and launched it as a as a new software and that's where i'm at today i basically maintain it and run a business around it and we have about 10 programmers that or 10, 10 of us that actually maintain and, and market and sell the pro, sell the software to, to users. Yeah. And that's, that's a kind of awesome story. You, you had a, a need or, I mean, your wife had a need and, and you kind of set out to try to solve that problem. And mm-hmm. then, then you like kind of fell into <laughs> a business around it, which is, right, which is right. uh, kind of neat. And, um, you know, some some of my products are are similar to that, where I was kind of, uh, I guess, scratching my own itch, uh, trying to trying to solve a problem, <laughs> and then it turned out, oh yeah, I have a product that someone is actually willing to pay money for, and that you know, so so mm-hmm. let's try to build a business around this kind of thing. <laughs> um, you know, so it, it's it, awesome to see that you can um, find that that motivation and in, in, uh, you know to to get to yeah. that, that business, uh, you know, process where, where you're at, um, and through, you know, the hard work of, uh, you know, dissecting the, the code of the original, uh, you know, software that, that you found, um, and, and then adding new features and, and building up like that. Um, and then, you know, through, obviously it, it's not an easy thing to do, uh, to do all of that stuff. And then, uh, you know, marketing and selling it right, and everything right. like that is, is hard, uh, hard work too. Um, but you know, that's, like kind of like what you're saying, just, you know, life in general, it, it wasn't an easy process getting from that kind of rock bottom stage to, uh, you know, to where, where you're at or, or even that turnaround right, right. kind of, kind of phase, um, you know, building a business isn't necessarily easy either, but you know, if you stick with it, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it, it gets, it gets easy. I don't want to say it gets easier. <laughs> I don't know if it ever gets easier. <laughs> I don't think it ever gets easy. Um, but it's, it's not the, um, like it's it's not the the fear of gee I don't know if this is even a thing that's gonna that anyone will ever buy you know you've right, been in business right. for for a few years now and and you're you, you probably have some you know comfort level of knowing that that your product is is solid and and people will will pay for it um, but, yeah it's a long so road <laughs> it, but it, it's yeah it's a long road but but you you can get there eventually where mm-hmm. where the business is uh, you know growing and, and maintaining and, and everything like that right um, you know so. It almost feels uh, like so, it almost feels like you know some sometimes it almost feels like it just happened overnight. You know what I mean? Here sure. you are, ten years later, and it's just like a blink of an eye. You know, it's probably the best thing to, that could have ever happened to me, in, right? In a lot of ways, and, you know what I mean. And I guess in in that that respect, you you sort of just needed to be open to the uh, the opportunities that were presenting themselves uh, to you. Right, so, right. for example. Your, your wife uh, having this need to to have this software to to book tickets for for the classes that she was doing the demonstrations mm-hmm. or whatever that she was doing, um, you know, if you kind of just poked around and found a couple solutions that were out there but they were too expensive and then just kind of threw your hands up in the air and said, well, that's that's all I could find, um, <laughs> you wouldn't you and I probably wouldn't be talking right now and and this right. this conversation could have gone a, a different way and you you might have been working in a different job and uh you know a whole bunch of other For what sure. ifs could that have happened <laughs> um and so so that's um you know by by taking advantage of that that opportunity that that presented itself and um you know kind of digging in and putting in the hard work to to get 
to where you're at now. Um, you know, even though initially all you were trying to do is just solve one person's problem, you know, your wife's uh, problem that she was having, um, it it turned into a whole business where, quite frankly, you're solving thousands and thousands of people's problems by, by having that same solution. <laughs> right, right. Um, you know, all, all these people are, you know, whether it's a, a, a charity event where they're, they're selling, you know, tickets to, uh, you know, a, a banquet dinner or mm-hmm. to a concert or to uh, a cooking class or, you know, any number of things, there's people out there who are, who are trying to sell tickets to it and you have the solution for them, uh, you know, in a affordable way that, that isn't, you know, going to cost so much money per, per ticket or whatever. Right, right. Um, you know, so, so that's, it's awesome that, that, that kind of all kind of came to fruition uh, that that way. And you also entered a, a, a business plan uh, competition um, uh, early on in the, in the, the business. Uh, mm-hmm. Mind telling a little bit about that? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so we entered, uh, so I early on in the business, I had been running the, the, I, let's see, I had built the software and I was running it by myself for around two years. I had a little bit of help here and there from, from a few programmers that I had hired on a contract basis. Um, but then I, I worked where I worked at, um, at the time while I was building the software, I worked at a marketing agency or not a marketing agency. I worked in a marketing department for a, for a, uh, it was a, coding and billing, uh, academy up in Salt Lake. But anyways, I worked alongside, um, this guy named Garth Coyle. And so I brought him on about two years into this process. It was actually about a year. Well, for the whole time I had been talking to him and he was going to school at, uh, at the Utah, let's see, it was, a uh, Utah state or no, was it, um, uh what was it i think it was university oh it was university of utah so garth was going to university of utah um during the time i was building this he was in in business he was getting his mba his master's of business administration and he uh he had wanted to go into uh healthcare administration um but the, the whole time i was you know through the whole two years i was building this thing we were working side by side and um he he mentioned, or well, I had talked to him, and I knew he was he was really good with like business stuff, this type of thing. And so I had been talking to him, and like, hey, why don't you come on board? I'll bring you on, you know, as a as a co-founder and that type of, that type of thing. And he wasn't really interested at first. Then he went out, he went away to to Michigan to uh, to work at a hospital out there. I think it was Ford Hospital or something. And he ended up about. A, Six months later, he's like, you know what? I've been thinking I want to take you up on your offer. And so I was like, okay, let's let's do it. I'll bring you on board. And then about a month later, he was telling me about this program at the University of Utah. Since he was still he was still in the University of Utah as a I think he was still doing something there, even though he had graduated, but he was telling me about this program. And it was uh, the Utah Entrepreneur Challenge, and it was a chance to win like forty thousand um, dollars for your business idea. And so I was like, "All right, let's do it." You know, let's go ahead and uh, submit an application. And so we submitted an application, and we got in. We got into it, and we had to write. We ended up having to write like a thirty-page business plan, giving a give a presentation to a panel of judges and all this stuff. And so 
we we went through all this stuff man it was it was it was hell it was crazy it was we had to like we had to dissect every single little part of our business and how we're going to make money and and where we're going to be in 10 years and how much you know profit we think we're going to make in the first year and all this stuff and so you know we get we get into this thing and you know we're we we're like the whole time we're like thinking we had no chance. We don't have a chance at all in winning this thing. So we, you know, we go through all this and then we end up in the top 10. Uh, we end up in the top 10, uh, one of the top 10 challengers, I guess, or the top 10, um, whatever they, they had going. And so, yeah, final, one of the finalists, that's the word I was looking for. So we ended up as one of the top 10 finalists. And so we got invited to, uh, to a banquet up at their, university of utah and we're we're standing there we we had a booth and all this stuff and so we had our our marketing materials that we that i that i made up and we had a little mobile app that we were getting ready to release and so we had all this stuff and it was like just off our our software just like off the wall it was event ticketing and all these other people were doing medical stuff like medical devices and you know trying to trying to prevent world world hunger and all this stuff. And so we were sitting there. It was just me and my, my friend Garth, my co-founder Garth and his wife, my wife was pregnant at home and we were like, ah, it's no big deal. We're probably not going to win. We're just going to go and show up. So we were sitting there and we're stuffing our faces full of food. And next thing you know, they're, they're just, you know, naming off all the people and they get to the last three and, you know, we had no idea what was going on. And all of a sudden they, they announced, they said, now for the grand prize winners, um, Event Espresso, and they announced our name. And we both looked at each other and we're like, what? Did they just say our name? <laughs> so, so we looked around and the whole room, this whole big room is like staring at us, all these people. And we're like, what? <laughs> so, so like, come up on stage. So we go up there and they're like, you, they had this huge check for us. They ripped this, they ripped the, like the, the tablecloth or whatever it was, the blanket off of this huge cardboard check. And it was like $40,000 to event espresso. And we're just like, we're just staring at each other. And I had no words to say. I was like, I was dumbfounded, but my, co-founder garthy got up there and said thanks and all this stuff and i just i was fighting back tears i had no idea <laughs> that's amazing yeah. I, was like, I was like yeah i got up to the stage and i was like yeah thank you uh thanks everybody <laughs> i just walked away i had no yeah. idea but it was a it was pretty crazy it was like we spent so much time going over this and and writing the business plan and giving presentation and trying to make sure our marketing materials were together and, and it was just like it all happened like in a blink of an eye, you know. Right. And I, I guess this this all goes back again to you know, just putting in the, the work, the the hard work and yeah. the dedication to to doing that. Because if you if you did a you know a half assed job on uh you know your your presentation for mm -hmm. for all of this, there's no chance that you would have you would have won. Uh, right. You know, with other you know companies putting in in the work uh, to to get through that. And and so you know you did you you. I'm imagining it's probably you know late nights and you know lots of lots of you know <laughs> blood sweat and tears going into it uh, that that type of stuff. But, yeah. Um. You know, you you did it, and and at the end of the day, you won. You know, and it's yeah. it's not like, um, you know, they were just handing out. <laughs> they they weren't just handing out checks to everybody who applied. Right, so right. It, like obviously you did something that was special and unique uh, to uh, you know be able to to get to that point. So. 
Um, so anyways, well, it looks like we're, we're kind of coming up on, on time here, uh, with, with all this, but, um, I, I want to give you a, a chance. Um, I, I like to ask, uh, this kind of like closing question. Um, is there anything that, that you wish someone would have told you before you, you joined the military, any kind of advice or, or, um, uh, future planning or, you know, anything kind of like that, that, that would yeah. help you? I wish I'd have, I would have looked at, I wish I, I wish I'd have looked at other options of, you know, in the military besides, you know, going into the, into the career I found, because I, I felt like I, I, I never felt like I really had what it take, what it would, would have taken to become like a pilot or something like that. Mm-hmm. My goals, I always wanted to be pilot and stuff like that. So I wish somebody would encourage me to, to follow my dreams and, and encourage me or give me more motivation. I wish I would have had more motivation uh, to okay. follow to follow what I wanted to do, basically. Yeah. So, I mean, setting your your goals mm-hmm. and, and like actually reaching for those, um, you know, uh, is yeah. That I mean, that's that's awesome uh, advice to have uh, because you know so many people are are just content with you know whatever the mm-hmm. they're going through or you know wherever they're at, and and they don't they don't stretch for the, you know, something bigger or better. And, um, it seems like you've done a lot of stretching, uh, over yeah. the years and, and, and getting, you know, working your way up, uh, you know, um, and it, it's, it's sort of like climbing a staircase or a ladder or something like that. You got to right, take it right. one step at a time and, and you, you certainly have done that. So, um, uh, so thank you for, uh, for sharing that, that story and, and, uh, you know, offering that advice. I'm sure that, the, the story uh, I know for me was very, uh, you know, inspirational and kind of motivational to, to listen to the first time I heard it and, and even more so uh, this, this time around. So, so thank right you on. for sharing. <laughs> thank you, Scott. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. Appreciate it. Take care, man. All right. You too. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the drive on podcast. If you want to check out more episodes or learn more about the show, you can visit our website, driveonpodcast.com. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Drive On Podcast.